And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Rail. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Before we get started, I've been waiting to tell this. Big news. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Agents. Agents. Don't, don't run the movement now. Okay. Scene Red has been nominated for the 2013 Stitcher Award for Best Overall podcast really yes that's pretty badass we're nominated we we're not in the finals yet but yeah but i just found out last night that we've been nominated pretty cool if we make it to the finals we are going to beautiful san francisco for the 2013 stitcher awards so we'd have to get all dudded up I'll put on my wedding clothes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I mean, there's so many really good podcasts out there, you know, that are ran by celebrities. Yeah. I honestly, I don't even know how we got nominated enough nominees to get, you know, considered. I think somebody felt sorry for us. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know what? They've been trying long enough. I, I think. I think I'll, I'll let him in, you know, and just let him have a little bit of a shine. I don't know. I, I honestly, that was just it blew my hair back because I will like be... that, like that Trojan commercial. <laughs> yes. <with> the... <laughs> oh, there you go. There's your, uh, your, your pick for best 2013. <laughs> yeah. And originally we were gonna do like we did last year. We we're gonna do the best of 2013. Uh, originally it was through, or last year it was through MTV. This year we were going to do it through Time Magazine. And as we were going through it, we're like, who the fuck's that? What's yeah, that? Yeah, like, I had never seen half the movies they had on there, never heard of them. So, tonight, and tonight only, we present the Jayzo Modcast Scene Red Best of 2013. It is our picks. And what that comes down to is, well, we'll just tell you what we like. Exactly. It's a no prize award. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. We we've got topics of movies, songs, TV series, books, video games, podcasts, actors, actresses, comic books, commercials, most hated celebrities. And speaking of most hated celebrities, I, I'm sad to say, 
I know last year we had Kim Kardashian, but uh, you know she's she's a mom now, and she's gonna get married to. She flew the coop. Yeah, she's gonna get married to Mr. Creative Genius, and she just can't. She can't. She, she well, she's not allowed to parties right now. So, <laughs> as I as, as I recall last year, she she somehow managed to break in the door. <clears throat> And, uh, she was like drinking Botox and shit. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> so, this will, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I, but I'm not expecting no, no invitations tonight. Um, let's see. Let's just do a recap since we're we've been in 2012 or from 2012, 2013. Uh, let's see. You two married. Yeah. You're in school, both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dragged you along for the podcast. Now I'm doing this little movie. Aaron's doing two voices. I'm not sure what Rebecca's doing at this point. I don't even know if I could do a voice. Like, if you can hear me right now, I I, I sound like Christian Bale. I'm just talking. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, no worries, because we're not going to start recording for a while. until, like, February or March. That's good. It'll give me time for my, my freaking voice to recuperate, because... Somebody got me sick. Speaking of voices, you do a voice for me. I can't do a voice. You meet Wad. I can't. I can barely breathe. What makes you think I can do I never do Meat Wad for me. He did meet Wad a couple episodes ago. Yeah. I made him, though. But at home, I'm like, you meet Wad, no. And then we'll be laying in the bed. And he'll do it, like, randomly. I'm like, what is this shit? He's like a rebellious dog. Like, <laughs> you tell them to sit, and it'll sit ten hours later when you don't want them to sit. Ooh. That was Scooby. <laughs> um, so all in all, a good year for you guys, 2013. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty, it's it's been a very productive year for me. Um, I I can't think of anything that really stands out forefront. Uh, as far as very special, I mean, we did hit our episode 52 this year. You know, that was special. Cake, <laughs> cake, yes. <laughs> But um, other than that, I mean, there's really nothing momentous that's that's happened to me this year. Uh, I'm still alive, I guess. I smoke a, lot, smoke a lot, drink a lot of Monster. I quit smoking. Yes, how is that going, by the way? hate everyone. <laughs> I really do hate it. I, I really realize that smoking made me a better person. <laughs> I don't love anything anymore. All I want to do is smoke. I hate everyone. Smoking is like the only thing that made me happy in my life. Well, in about two more weeks, you'll start feeling better. I hope so. I promise. Okay, so let's go ahead and get down to business. Oh, yeah. Another thing we got we failed to neglect. We made some bomb-ass tamales. Oh, yes. They were and we, we, uh, we brought some to uh, our host here, and he's like, Oh, my God, it's so hot, but I love it. <laughs> yes, it was like. Hades in my mouth, but I was like, it would taste so good. It's okay. I just <laughs> suffer the pain and take another bite. <laughs> oh, yes, those were very good. Our first batch of white people tamales. I know. We'll be looking forward uh, to some, some more in the future. Seeing red tamales available. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, you'll be seeing red when you fucking eat these tamales. Damn straight. Oh, goodness. Um,. There's really not much housekeeping to take care of. I'm on page 68 now. On the Was none deleted? 
None deleted. I'm, He's not allowed to delete anymore. I know. <laughs> I'm actually really close to completing. I am in the third act. And it's it's coming along really well. <clears throat> um, so I'm working on a Yolk Gnome. We'll probably start. I'm probably going to start building the, and I don't know if we've talked about this publicly, but in my garage, there's just, it's just collecting crap in there. So I've decided to take a quarter of my garage and turn it into not only a recording studio, but the way I have the blueprints drawn, I pull the divider out and it becomes a podcasting studio. So, from, so probably in March. But put a little heater out there for us. Oh, yeah. We're freezing our butts off. Or sweating, depending on you or the time of the year. Um, I've already looked at um, I've looked at portable. What is it? Electric heaters and electric. Or well, Jay's using it right now, but we actually have a portable swamp cooler. <laughs> oh really? Okay. So that'll hey. work during the, you know, during the summertime. Your mom picked up a, a pretty nifty um, little fan heater thing. <laughs> At Big Lots, because I told her, I'm like, you can find a fan. Because her fan went out and she didn't sleep for like, like three or four like, days straight. It was like four days straight. And she was like, can't you just like open your door so I can listen to your fan? She's like, I'm ready to go in your bed and sleep with you guys. That's how addicted she is. Like, she, I, she went to the store and couldn't find a fan anywhere. I feel for her because usually when I get home from work, um, you know, I sleep on the couch. And yeah. <clears throat> if the door's closed, you know, to the main bedroom. I'll open the bedroom so I can hear the fan. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <clears throat> I love having a fan. Give it, give it twenty years. You're gonna be addicted to the fan too. When I first met Lacey, she's like, "You have the fan on during the winter time." I was like, "Winter time, summertime, it, it don't, don't matter." matter. <laughs> and now, if I walked in there right now and turned off the fan, she'd wake right up. But that's been 20, almost 20 Just years. Just wait, you'll, you'll be addicted to it. Our kids will be, it's <laughs> like a never-ending cycle. I was going to say, same thing with Jaden. I go in there and turn off his fan, he'll wake right up. You have to have it. It's a sleep mechanism. I know, even my kids are addicted to the it's, fan. It's funny because you could be, you could be, like, the most sound sleeper in the world, actually. And, and I've, I've noticed this because one time I got mad at her because she wouldn't wake up and I turned off her. I was like, turn my fucking fan back on. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I can be dead asleep. That fan goes off. I'm up. I'm, my eyes are wide awake. Like, I'm. It's because you know something's not right with the force. What it is. Who's <laughs> oh. the force, Luke? <clears throat> Speaking of the force, um, so as we because this today this airs will be December thirtieth, um, so we're we're just a, a nose hair away from twenty fourteen. Next year. 2015 is the new Star Wars. And what was that? Zoinks! Oh, I need the impressions. I'm so fucking sick. Did you hear it? Yeah. What was it? Oh, no. Okay. Say something into the mic. Hello. Hmm. That was weird, folks. It just kind of beat. I don't know what happened. It appears everything's working. It better be working. Yeah. Get halfway through the podcast and be like, oh my god, we lost everything. <laughs> like like we that did one. one time, yeah. 
so I'm looking at the audio repeater. That's working fine. Audacity's working fine. Mic's working fine. So I don't know what that was about, really. Maybe the computer farted. <laughs> but when we come back, let's see. And it says, disk base remains. We can record for another 398 hours and 57 minutes before uh, the hard drive. Full. Yeah. But come next week. Well, not next week. Um, well, when we do our next show, which will actually be in 2014, I will have a new computer. Awesome. So, it'll it'll be... You can put all of the episodes that you don't want on that computer on this computer. This computer's going to Jay. Oh, uh, okay. Makes sense. And, uh, did you guys listen to, uh, Scene Red 55? That's the one I did with Lacey? Oh, yeah. no, not actually. Did she just put that one up or no? Yeah, as the time of recording. Now, I should explain this. This is actually the second time we've recorded this week because in real time, um, Christmas is next week and we're not going to, nobody's recording next week. We're, we're taking a week off. Um, so this Monday, in real time this Monday, which was episode 55, you can go back to episode 55 and figure out what week we're talking about. Um, you guys were sick, so I wanted Lacey to feel how it was to podcast. I mean, to really podcast. Yeah. And, you know, how do I say this nicely? I've, I've done, what? I've done 250 of the podcasts. So I, I have a good handle on how to make people feel comfortable. I know the cues of when they're getting ready to say something. You know, I just know how to podcast now. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to have her feel that experience because when we come back um, January 14th, if all goes according to plan, which is going to be my anniversary, it's on a Monday, uh, a new show called Entwined as One, and it's going to be Lacey and I. And I wanted her to feel how it is to, to podcast, you know, how like we podcast, you know, that, that, that type of comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got her to sit down and we, we recorded Scene Red. We talked about Christmas moments of the past. And, and in the process of that, Jaden actually joined in. And, and we were just all three having a really good conversation. And if anybody that's listening to Scene Red for the first time or they they don't know, Jaden is my son. He's a highly functioning autistic. So for him to 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 build the courage to, you know, to even be recorded yeah. is a big deal. And, of course, during the the end segment, uh, you know, we were all saying, you know, and I'm David K. Montoya, Lacey Montoya, and he's like, Jaden Montoya, you know, so it was, it was really, <laughs> that was really special. Okay, folks, uh, let's see, let's go ahead and jump into the Jaisomon Scene Red Awards for 2013 Best Of. First, movies. Okay. Uh, since we're doing this in red format, in red format means it's Rebecca, Aaron, and Dave. Rebecca is going to start with her pick for top movie of 2013. Well, my top movie of 2013, which for me, this is a rare thing because I, I usually like like thrillers and like horror movies. And there, I mean, I've seen some good horror movies this year. Carrie, I've seen um, The Evil Dead. <laughs> Did you like the remake? 
It was all right. <clears throat> I mean, I thought they felt uh, to me it felt like they tried too hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I really liked the graphics and stuff. Like it was, and I think it, they could have made it a lot more scary. What they did. Yeah, you know it wasn't. It wasn't scary at all. I mean, it was good, but like my favorite movie this year that I've seen was actually a comedy, The Heat. Oh, with uh, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCartney. Yes, that movie was so funny. I I laughed. I mean, even Mom laughed and laughed. Like when she was watching it, I was like, I was like, I don't know if you're gonna like it or not, Mom. Because you know she's such a prude about certain things. Right. And there's a lot of profanity in that movie, so like she's watching it, and all we hear is her busting it. But I was like, Did you like it? She's like, It was all right. It was all right. I, was like, I heard you laughing the whole time. It was funny. It was, it was. funny. I really liked that movie a lot. Especially when it. she was going out there and she. She like took down, you know, uh, Melissa McCartney took down Cinder Book's hair, and she's yeah. like doing this and then. <laughs> what are what are those? They're spanks. She's like, what what are those for? <laughs> to keep everything together. What's gonna come out? <laughs> that was a good movie. It was a very good movie. All right, Aaron. Mine is Man of Steel. I gotta stay true to my nerdism. Dun, 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 dun. I really like that movie a lot. It was a good fucking movie. My what I liked the most about the movie was the the fight scenes. Like they did, so, like the whole. I wish that they would make more comic book movies like that. Like you would like it. It was a fucking comic book fight. Like right. you know, most comic book movies don't have fights like that. They like don't. Batman. Like, like Batman has like you know like oh you go fight the henchman whatever blah, but. It, this was like so dynamic that it stayed true to like how Superman fights really are. Like you punch one fucking person, they go through like five buildings. Well, not even that. How fast they were fighting because they're, yeah. they're both Kryptonian, so right. Like it was just badass way the fight where I was really impressed by how they did the, how yeah. the fights up in that movie. Um, what was her name? Amy Adams. I was I, don't like her. I was really surprised how well she she pulled off Lois Lane. She did good, but I just don't like her. I just think that she's so I don't know. There was a couple things that I She's didn't. So plain. Um, like Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, that just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that uh, Russell Crowe, or not Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, the dad. Yeah, he played Jor El. I thought it was funny how he played Jor El because usually he's like the the main. I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's what I would say. For watching it, I'm like, I'm surprised he's not like being a main role because he has to be a main role you know right personality right we all know he's like really egotistical yeah but i like the movie amy adams did a good job she's a good actress but i just feel like she's so plain Mm -hmm. i just feel like that role for her i guess well i guess lois lane is supposed to be kind of plain yeah but i don't know this is not who i would envision envision to play lois lane um but my biggest hang up on that movie was uh it wasn't Jimmy Olsen. It was like Janet Olsen or some shit like that. I don't know if you even noticed. But they made Jimmy Olsen a girl. Which one? The chick. The one with the the camera that was constantly taking pictures. That was supposed to be Jimmy Olsen, but they made her a girl. Or made him a girl. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Um. Yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um. I can't wait for the second one. Me neither. That's going to be... And then Batman vs. Superman's going to be coming out here soon. I'm kind of scared because I do not like Ben Affleck. I think he's... Oh, ever since I've seen him in... Daredevil. Daredevil, it's like ruined my view of him. <sighs> the superhero movies, like... He was just so corny in that movie. 
do you think it was him or do you think it was the director? I don't know. I really don't. Because well, the, not even that though. After he did Daredevil, he had like a sting of horrible movies, like that one uh, with the uh, with Jennifer Lopez, where they had a daughter. Yeah, that movie was horrible. Yeah, Jersey was... Girl, no, was it? Oh. Jersey Girl was a bad one too. But oh, you like that movie? That's a Kevin Smith movie. But it was horrible. It was him. It was acting was horrible. See, I liked it. Killed your brother's hopes and dreams. I'm sorry. <laughs> that the the story. Was what about good, Wonder but... Woman? Wonder Woman's going to be in it as well. I uh, did you hear about that? Yeah, the girl they have cast for Wonder Woman seems like she's going to be a pretty good pick. Yeah, they gotta they gotta look for people that look the part of Wonder Woman. Not every not every female can look. I like just get irritated though because like the people that they had that they were picking from were like these little little women. Like yeah, you have to have a she's a an tall, Amazon. Kind of not not real like voluptuous like but the Amazonians with a, shape, but with a with yeah. built like you know right. what I mean? you have to have that not shape. just buxom yeah but physically fit as well yes. yeah like it's hard to find that and you know they can they can bulk up for a movie they can do this or that but if you're like five foot two there's only so much right that you can I was do. gonna say and Amazons are what they're like six foot plus well, they're tall yeah women. yeah so Wonder Woman's supposed to be just as tall as. Batman, isn't she? Yeah. And Batman's supposed to be like 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. yeah. Um, with all the movies that came out, and I was kind of in the same boat with you, uh, I, I was leaning towards The Conjuring. I really enjoyed that movie. But there was a movie, and I didn't even realize it was out until a friend told me, because for some reason they, they didn't promote it as much as they did with the first one. This is actually a sequel. Uh-huh. My pick for number one for 2013 is Kick-Ass 2. I really enjoyed the movie. I know. I want to see it. We never got it. Like, we're so depressed it. because, like, we wanted to see that movie so bad when it first came out, like, when it was coming out. Like, oh. we got to see that. We haven't got a chance to see it. And now they have it on, like, PlayStation Network. They have it on demand for Verizon Fios. And you can't rent it. You can only buy it. I'm like, really? It's on there, but you have to buy it if you want to watch it now. You can't, like, just rent it. It was really good. I want to watch it. Um, and and you don't think it would be because I thought that the first Kickass was really well done too. Yeah. But this picks up probably like a year after Kickass One ends, and it's just it's really good. It's it's um, it focuses more on character development, as all these characters, the same characters that are coming from the first Kickass, they're older. So now they're having to deal with things. For example, and I'm not going to give spoilers, but this is just an example. Yeah. You know, um, Hit Girl now is older, and she's been introduced to boys. Yeah. And she she's seen this one commercial, or not commercial, but TV video with this boy band, and she's sitting there looking at it with some other girls. And they got done playing, and she's just like mesmerized. And as soon as they got done playing, she's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you know, so I mean, yeah. stuff like that. It was really, just really good. I enjoyed it, and and she, she brings something. I think if in time, because she's only what, like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen now. When she gets into her twenties, I think she'll be more playing more powerful roles. Yeah, she's she, a good actor. She has a, a a good talent. When I first seen her 
um, the first movie I've ever seen her in was actually this movie called Let Me In. Uh huh. And it was a remake of a of a Swedish movie. And it was like a story of this little boy. He like lives with his parents in an apartment complex, and he meets this little girl, and they come to find out that she's a vampire. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a really good movie. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's called uh-uh. Let Me In. And she's basically living with this kid. Well, because she's living with this man, and everything's to her father. But it's actually a little boy from when she was younger. He decided he would take care of her, so he ran away with her to, like... Because she can't live on her own. She's a, she's a child, basically. Uh-huh. And it's not like she can go out and, like... She can hunt by herself, but she has to have someone there to live, basically take care of her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that guy ended up... uh. So if she wouldn't get caught, he ended up basically sacrificing himself, the old man. And he died in the hospital. Well, he killed himself at the hospital because he didn't want anybody to know about her. So this <laughs> new little boy takes over to take care of her. But it's a really good movie. Like, she's, she was young in that movie. I was going to say, how old was she there? It was, I think it probably was filmed around the same time that Kick-Ass was filmed. Uh-huh. But I think it came out before. And it wasn't as, like... Well-received. Not received. It was received, but it wasn't as, like, publicized. Publicized. As... Kick ass. People should watch movies. She did really good in that movie for how young she was. And I do. I think uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll have to hook you up with a copy of Kick Ass too. Uh, have to watch it. There's it, it's really good. It's worth watching. And spoilers, as if you didn't know this was coming, there will be a Kick Ass three. <laughs> oh, I already figured that. <laughs> Everything comes in threes nowadays. Yep. Okay, moving right along. Now we're moving into the best song of 2013. <clears throat> Again, keeping with the red format, Rebecca. Okay, I don't know when the song came out. I don't think it came out this year. But um, my favorite song of the year is the song called Stars Come Out by Zed. It's a remix, right? Yeah. It's a That Sick remix. That Sick, I mean, sorry. That Sick. <laughs> That sick remix. I, I like that song a lot. The first time I heard it was when we were we're, <laughs> we were driving here from Vegas uh-huh. when Aaron first came to live with me, and I heard it on the radio. And then I was like, because they have like radio stations out there that play like electronic music uh-huh. in Vegas. So like later on, I was like, what was that song that we heard? I was like, you need to look it up and figure out what song it was. And ever since then, I've listened to it like a million times. I haven't heard it. I'll have to listen to it. You might like it. There's lots of wubs and wobbles. Well, I, you've you've introduced me. Well, I mean, I've I kind of have. Well, a, I've completely converted her. She can't like go a day without listening to electronic music. That's how I am. Like, and, and you'll see uh, later on in our list um, of uh, our our favorite things that it something that kind of revolves around that. But that'll be later. Um, mine is also a uh, an electronic. My my electronic is dubstep. I was gonna say is it dubstep? Yeah, it's by uh, Cyber Optics, and it's from his his new um, <clears throat> album that he just released called uh, Solar, and the song is called The Artifact. It is actually a song that revolves around the first Pokemon movie. Really? Yes, I love that fucking song. You wouldn't even think it was from Pokemon. No, <laughs> you'd be like, "What the hell is this?" And then you you if 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 you watch the very beginning of the first Pokemon, you'll know exactly what it's from. All right, my now <clears throat> the Lovebirds have this modern techno dubstep. You know, don't ever call it techno. 
It's way more grindy. You can say electronic, dubstep, something techno. Because I think of old, 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 old. You know what hey, I think I of when, like I, when I think of techno is I think of fucking Bruno and Party Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I liked I liked techno in the eighties. I did. Techno in the eighties was actually pretty funny, but it, it was also good because it was it was spontaneous. I also liked new wave in the eighties too. I don't know about New Wave. The hipster over here. <laughs> He's the one that had like a leather jacket and a mullet that was down to his butt. Not in the 80s. <laughs> this is the 90s, but still. He's a hipster. I had to point that out. How am I? I still have long hair. He rehabs long. He went through like a cholo stage for a little bit there. He thought he was Mexican. Like his roots were coming through. And then he's like, I got to grow my hair out again. <laughs> Midlife crisis time. I was only in my... I was your age. I was like 25. No, you're having a midlife crisis now because you're growing your hair back out. Ah, okay. Like then you just decided you wanted to change. You wanted to become a solo. I think I pulled it off pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you were just too white though. <laughs> <laughs> he looks whiter when he's bald and then he looks white with long hair. Like look how white he is in that picture. Like he fits in with the white people. It's like an Aryan family right there. <laughs> For real. Got your white wife, your really, really white child, blonde white child. Yeah, Jaden was blonde when he was a little boy. And then there's Kevin, white as snow. Got the Mexican look going, but he's white as snow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, anyway, what I was saying is with all the, the music that you two enjoy, mine, my pick, interesting enough, is Adele. And it's Fire in the Rain. Surprised you like that song? Yes, I like it. I like all. She, she is a real singer. I know she has a beautiful voice. And if you hear her talk normally, though, you're like, whoa. <laughs> Why? Because it just doesn't seem like her voice would match that. No, no. <clears throat> she, uh, there's a remix to that song I really like too. But I really like that song a lot. Um, I like. I like more of her songs from her, her, cause I have her album. The 21. No, yeah. yeah. It's 21. Okay. I have her album 21 and, uh, like, I think the songs that are on the album, to me, I like a lot, it's like a lot of them better than the actual ones they put out. Cause I don't know who decides that. Like, I always wonder, like, who decides what songs are gonna. Producer does. I really like the fact that she, um, she did the song for the, the, the new 007. Skyfall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. She has a pretty voice. I can't wait for her next EP to come out. She is, like I said, she's, and this kind of falls in hand in hand because for years, you know, me being a '90s kid, I loved Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Loved it, loved it. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. he had just such an original voice. And then I watched this documentary about Nirvana. Was it on Netflix? Yes, I seen it. <laughs> And they were talking about, well, he had such a unique voice, but we needed to, to add a, a second voice behind the scene. So they had Dave, what's his name? Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they recorded live, or not live, but when they recorded, um, he would do a track, and then Dave would do a track. Kurt would do a track, Dave would do a yeah. track. And then they would overlay it. Yeah, I I seen that. I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I told you about that. So all these years, when you think that this sound was coming from Kurt Cobain, it wasn't coming from both of them. It was coming mm-hmm. from both of them, and that just kind of shot me down. I was like, that's that's just like, I don't know. I know. I, I always thought like 
because I think like if Kurt Cobain never would have like died, uh-huh. Dave Grohl never would have became famous. He has an excellent voice. I think he has an excellent voice. Yes. The lead, I don't know. I'm sure people, most people should know that he's the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. But those right. Who don't know he's the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Yeah, he was the drummer of and Nirvana. And he though. has, like, some of his songs to me have like been more profound to me than even some Nirvana songs. Like, he has a really good voice, and I don't know if people listen to his, like his more later songs that he's done lately. Like, what is it? Walk or whatever. I don't know, but I remember I can't fucking stand that song where, where he's like, "Here comes my hero." Uh-uh. See, I like. I've that. heard that fucking song way too many I like times. That song. Moving. Okay, literally, every time I got in the car to put something in the car, <laughs> in the drive, <laughs> and to come back, that song was on every single fucking time. No exaggeration. Honestly. I like that song. So do I. But he see, he's probably overheard it because I have his mom's at night. She's the same age as you, right? <clears throat> so, but to me, that song <laughs> he wrote that song for Kurt Cobain. I know it's a good song. But I think if Kurt Cobain never would have died, he never would have been became as famous as he is. No, ever. No, I agree. And he's a very talented man, and I hope they make new CDs because I like the writers a lot. And they should come back here to where we live because they shot a video here, mm-hmm. just right down the road on yeah. um that bridge. Yeah, what the fuck is that called? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sodder Wells. Yeah, Stoddard. Stoddard. Stoddard Wells Road. Yeah, that's that's about a 20-minute drive from here. Yeah, not that far. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. 
visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Okay, and so that's my pick for best song. I'm, I'm surprised I can. Uh, that song is technically not from 2013, but he heard it this year, so it counts. Yes. <laughs> I say. Yes. All right, our next category is TV series. And I really, okay, Netflix is freaking amazing. They make some damn good series. Original series? Yes. Okay, what are they I making? I have not. I have not seen the House of Cards. I watched one episode of the House of Cards. I'm, I'm going to start watching it. Mm-hmm. That's the one with uh House Kev- of Cards. Cards. Yes, with Kevin Spacey. Spacey? Yes. Okay. Yes. But I watched the other two. They have one is called Orange is the New Black and Hemlock Grove. Orange is the New Black was a really good. It was like a kind of like a comedy like drama. Okay. Set in prison. Really good. But the one that I really freaking liked that was so fucking weird and just like it was out there was Hemlock Grove. That movie, that movie, that TV series was weird. <clears throat> Do you want to give like a brief synopsis of it? Um, it's basically it has the lady that played uh Phoenix in the old X Men. Yeah, I can't think what her name is right now. She's played in a lot of movies, but her, she's a mother and she's raising her. Was it son and daughter? Right, mm-hmm. son and daughter, and her son is like having all this crap happen to him kind of pointing to that he's like a vampire mm-hmm. like we're getting like the drift of it and the daughter is not one she doesn't have it does she i don't remember do you want me <laughs> to say what happened to the daughter because everybody will, will if they do in fact go see um the series they'll they'll see the daughter and be like what the fuck <laughs> there's two daughters though oh no no i remember Sorry. Okay, I remember. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, it's she's raising her son and daughter. Her son is like her daughter ha- uh, had a deformity, mm-hmm. and she's like all crazy looking now. Okay. And she, there, it tells you how she got that way. I'm just gonna give spoilers. Fuck this shit. Okay. Okay. Basically, the daughter died and they brought her back to life, so she's like deformed looking now. Okay. Well, there uh, is this girl, and his mom's like pushing him on this girl, and. Like, she, he doesn't understand why, and she keeps, like, blacking out and not having memories, and he's blacking out and not having memories. Basically, what she's doing is she's making her son have sex with his half-sister to get her pregnant. Why? Because she wants him to have a baby so she can raise it, because it'll be, it'll be pure blood. Okay. And at the end, he wakes up, because he loved that girl, didn't he? He wakes up, and he finds out everything that's happened, and he kills his mom. <laughs> 
That's how it ends. But yeah. it's just crazy. This series is full of like werewolves and like <clears throat> undead vampires. Like, now, is that it? Or, it's the or end of the it, series. Or it's the end of the they're season. They're going to make, I mean, not series, it's the end of the season. Okay, so they're going to be season. more. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I haven't, I haven't left out, but basically. And what is it called? Hemlock Grove. Interesting, okay. It's really, really good. You have to watch it. It's on Netflix. And I don't even know if his mom's really dead or not. Who knows? <laughs> he has a baby, so we don't know what's going to happen with that baby. So yeah. there's lots of unanswered questions? Yeah. And it's just crazy. Oh, his sister ran away too, so we don't like know what's going to happen. The one that's performed. Uh huh. She ran away. I really like her character. It's so sad, but she's like Frank. She kind of looks like Frankenstein, but like Igor mixed. Really? She's huge. She's like six foot nine. Seven. Seven foot six foot seven. So she's tall. Seven foot. Yeah, and she's like all deformed in the face and everything. One half her face is really pretty. One half of it's like deformed. She has to wear a wig. It's because she died when she was a baby, and they mm-hmm. brought her back to life. Like Frankenstein's like status. Gotcha. It was weird. But anyways, it's a really good show and people should watch it. Or any other Netflix original series that comes out. Mine isn't really like it, in this isn't me just like throwing out a random one, but the I I didn't see this series this year, but it was so late last year that it get it would account is this year. Okay. And um I showed it to her and this <laughs> is like the only um, series, and this is an anime that, like, really, like, kind of caught me emotionally because it was so sad at the end. And it's called, uh, I can't remember the first name, like, the first it's part. It's Dance of it. and the Vampire Bun. Yeah, Dance and the Vampire Bun. Is that the duck one? No. No. Okay. Princess Tutu. <laughs> yeah. But this, it, it, it's like, um, it's like a supernatural type vampire, really good. werewolf. Fucking uh, transmorphication type shit, yeah, it's and it's an anime movie. series. Yeah, it's really good. I, I'm not gonna have spoilers, but it's on Netflix. You, I mean, whenever you get a chance, you should you should watch it. <clears throat> I I definitely I just finished one series that I'm watching, Samurai Shepherd, and uh, no, I'm still working on that one. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to watch at least you know two to keep it. Because I realized if I, like, unless I have, like, an entire two days or three days straight just to watch everything. Well, I mean, this this upcoming break, you might. Because, like, <clears throat> what I've been watching mainly is Beware of the Batman. Mm. I've watched almost the entire season. I'm almost done with that. That's what I've been watching. So, after I finish that, I'll probably go to, you know, another one. And what is it called? One more time? Dance in the Vampire Bun. Bund? Yeah. yeah, bun B U N D. Um, I I <clears throat> I know that this one's not made in 2013, but I was introduced to it uh, this year. In, yeah, this year, and it's called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. It is a series, or it was a series, and um, it took me it took me like two weeks to watch them all. It was like 36 episodes total. And it, it's it's essentially, it's a comedy, but what it is, is Todd is supposedly the evil one, and and they've yet to explain exactly what the evil one is, other than eventually one day he'll destroy the world. Now, the book of pure evil is this book with all these spells in it, and it was binded by the foreskin of Judas. Yes, I know, that must have been a really big foreskin. <laughs> And 
they, it goes through the school and all these mishaps, you know, these just like poor trotters come across the book and they'll read like, oh, I want to be beautiful, you know, and um, oh, no, here's one of them that sticks up my mind is this one lady, she was really, really heavy and she was trying to climb the rope and they were giving her shit. She goes into the shower room. Everybody's laughing at her because she's heavy. Well, she finds the book mm-hmm. and she reads it, reads the spell, and you see the fat just like seeping off of her. Okay, so now she's really, you know, really attractive, model status attractive. But all the fat that has seeped out of her has formed into a fat monster. And now <laughs> it's running around this school killing people. Oh my and god. Todd and his best friend who is he has one arm. Uh the other arm accidentally got cut off. Todd cut it off on, on a uh woodshop accident. Oops. And then the girl of Todd's dreams, I can't um fuck, what's her name? Ginny. Jenny yeah, Ginny. And then Hannah, which is she comes in later to play. Anyway, those those are the four. And then you have the the school counselor, which I won't give away. It's he he plays a big role in it, and I really enjoyed it. I laughed and laughed. Each one just really. I have to watch this because it sounds kind of interesting. Um, there's one. <laughs> it was just stupid. There's one episode where <clears throat> this one uh, black gay guy mm-hmm. was getting harassed, and he finds the book, and he's like. <clears throat> I want everything swapped, right? So if you're a heterosexual, then you, you get, you know, shit. And if yeah. you're gay, you're, you're fine, which is kind of a, a political undertone, but it was still funny. And Todd wakes up and he realizes something's not right with him. And he's like, come here, you know. And he's looking at Jenny, who hits his, he, he loves her. He's just got a thing for her. And he's like, you're not, there's nothing going on. And then some, you know, guy, buff guy walks by. He's like, ooh. You know, so it, it's just, it's funny. And, I have to watch this. It sounds good. I never heard of it. Um, Jason Muse. You know who Jason Muse is? <laughs> yeah. He He's in the series as well. Oh, okay. He plays Jimmy. Jimmy the janitor. And uh, it's, it's really... <clears throat> it, it's funny, but then as it starts getting in, like when you get into the second, ep- uh, second season, mm-hmm. it's still funny, but things start getting more in depth in like uh, how entwined things are. Yeah. Till when you get to the end, then you're like, and, and there was no season three, but they are actually making an animated movie to tie all the loose ends up. Okay. Good. So. And that was taught in a pure book of evil. It kind of sounds like Dead Space. I don't know if you guys... Well, I, I know for a fact she hasn't. I know, you probably have never... Dead never, Space the video game? Yeah. It, Dead Space in between each game has an animated movie that comes out. <clears throat> uh-huh. It's really, really good. Like tie it together? Yeah. To tie every game together. Like, because you know how some games will leave you hanging and the, the whole sequel will right. tell you everything. Well, in order to understand everything, because before uh, Dead Space came out, they they made the the animated movie to go with it. 
So they have the animated movie. I think Dead I've seen Space the animated one. movie. And then they have the animated movie for Dead Space 2 and then Dead Space 2. And then they have the animated movie for Dead Space 3 and Dead Space 3. Hmm. Okay, what's our next? All right, our next category is books. And as much as I love to read, I have not been reading many books this year for whatever <clears throat> reason. I feel like I'm just busy or something. But Well, you've been very busy this the year. The only thing I read is Game Informers. <laughs> hey. It's pretty, literature. They're pretty informative. They're Game Informers after all. I just enjoy it, like to see what they're gonna come out with it. And it, it's not just like like game stuff in there. It's like they've added other stuff too, like tech like technology. Movie stuff. Yeah, movies. Their articles are very very reminiscent of like the way Wizards. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're adding more like they're adding more stuff not just the game stuff. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Mine was like i I was thinking about that too, but at the same time I read comic books more than I read Game Informer. And um, comic books are books too. Right, absolutely. So that that's those are my my top his books, <laughs> my books. No worries because I got this covered. Okay. Because I have read books today, or not today, but this year. Okay. My favorite book is called Tough Shit by Kevin Smith. It's one of the most inspirational books I've read ever, and it wasn't meant to be inspirational. In fact, Terry DeShear read it and he found it inspirational, and it was just. Kevin Smith going through, because, you know, at the time when he was writing, he was like 40 years old, and he just kind of been in the business for almost 20 years, and he just wanted to tell his story, you know, written story. Yeah. And he goes through, and he talks about how, you know, he would, when he was making Clerks, he maxed out all his credit cards, he sold his entire comic book collection, and he got a loan from Scott Mosier, who's the producer, and his best friend, um, his dad. And that's how he was able to pay for it. Oh, okay. And while he was shooting, he would literally, he would he would work all day at the convenience store, close up, shut the shutters. Because if you ever notice, if you watch the original Clerks, the shutters are always closed. Yeah. That's because they're shooting at night. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, and it just talks about him making the movie. And, like, he would get between two and three hours of sleep. For like 20 something days and he said that he actually fell asleep during one of the most important parts of the movie he he fell asleep so and i don't remember what part yeah. of you know, what part of the movie it was but he, he said it and then it talks about how he, he's made you know other movies and how some have been good some have been bad and his his uh the way of his thinking you know kind of growing up with the weinsteins because he was only 20 23, I think he was, when he made Clerks. That's it. 23 years old. And, uh, you know, he's grown up with the Weinsteins and and Miramax and their ideology and how after they left, uh, the Weinsteins left Miramax, they became total different people because they didn't have the Disney pockets. Mm -hmm. You know? And pretty much how Bob Weinstein just slapped him in the face at the... You want me to tell you this part? Yeah. Okay. So at the screening of Red State, uh-huh. he wanted to take, he didn't want to do something funny. He wanted to make something serious. And, and he made a very serious movie in Red State. Well, everybody was there at, uh, I think it was, was that Sundance or Cannes? I don't remember which festival. And I think it was Sundance. I remember you saying something about this. Oh, really? And 
he sets Kevin sets in the back row because he wants to watch everybody's reactions to it. Yeah. And as he's sitting there, he's hearing somebody yelling. So he gets up and he walks out the door and he sees Bob Weinstein. Bob Weinstein's on the phone telling his assistant, he's like, I know it's, you know, this is during a, a Jets game, and but I'm here and I've got to do this. And then as soon as this is over, I'll go, you know, fly back to home and, and entertain this because he was throwing a party at the same time. Uh, and that crushed Kevin Smith because you don't talk during a movie. That's yeah. something that you just, you know, you just don't do. And he peeked his head around. And he's like, hey, shut up. And Bob Weinstein looked at him. He's like, yeah, you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Turned around and walked in and sat back down. Weinstein never walked back out. He took off. And that was his idol. Yeah. So it's it's in the book called Tough Shit. Very, very good book. I'll have to read that. Sounds good. Okay. Next. Our next category is video games. This is like shared. Yeah, I've seen that. Because he can't get his own ideas is what it is. No. My favorite game of this year, which is a game I've been waiting for for many years, because <laughs> they've promised this for many years. How many years have been promising this trip for? 2009? Yeah. They've been promising to release this game since 2009. And I finally did Final Fantasy, A Realm is Born. It's my favorite game of the year. Because it was long-waited. Well, just, just because this, it was long-waited? No. This was a, rem- a remake of the game that was supposed okay. to be released. Well, 2009 they released, or was it 2008 they released for PC? It was 2009. Well, they released the game for the PC, and they were like, it's coming out for the PlayStation 3 soon. Like, it's going to come out soon, soon. Right, know? right. Next month, three months, next year, six months. Like, it just kept getting pushed and pushed, and we're like, what the fuck? Like, when is this coming out? Like, I really want to play this, because it's a... <clears throat> the Final Fantasy MMO, which is like, because I love Final Fantasy games anyways. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They always have really good stories. And I was like, you know, this is going to be really good. And finally, you know, we got the, well, we heard about the beta. It was coming out. I was super excited. And then we got into the beta. We played it for a little bit. And I, I, at the time, I wasn't too impressed because it was still really rough. Right. Even though it was like, what was it, the third, second, second or third stage? It was the third stage. Of the beta. It was really rough. And they were only having one more stage after that. So I was like, oh, this game is not going to be that good. You know? Right. I was like, I, I don't think that they, you know, it's going to last. Then I broke down and I bought it. And I was like really impressed. It's a really good game. So it was worth the wait? Yes. I mean, there's a lot more they could have done with it. But for what it is, it's really good, and they're improving it. You know, they're doing updates. Substantial right. update just released for it, and it, it, there's a lot of content that they're probably going to add in the future. Well, like, I know, like, I don't know if you know what World of Warcraft is. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how, like, that game, it's like they have all these expansion packs. Right. So every time they give you new content, you have to get, you have to go out and buy the expansion pack to get that new content. Right. You're cut off from it. Well, with this... They're going to have expansion packs this game. They said they would, but they're also going to give you a lot of free content. Like, right now, they just gave housing system. They gave us, like, two, no, four new dungeons. Um, And they gave, like, hard mode battle to the primal bosses or the, the, the primal gods or whatever that you could battle. Extreme modes of them for free. Like, it's part of what you have already. Right. And they're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep building it up. They said the only, the only time they're going to release the expansion packs is when they're going to do, like, level cap increases or new races or new job classes which should be that way 
Like they're actually doing it smart. They're not making you pay for everything because they want this to be successful. Because honestly, they've had so many bad bad shit happen that they've almost gone bankrupt a few times. Really? So they know like they have this yeah. has to work for them, and they're probably gonna go bankrupt. Like it has to work. Just to jump in real fast, the reason I keep looking at the computer is because I'm a little paranoid with the the binging for no reason. Oh, I still okay. can't figure out what the binging was about. But that's why I keep looking at the computer okay. to make sure. Because <laughs> I don't want to get all the way into it and be like, ah, oh, shit, didn't record. Yeah, I'll be mad. But anyways, that game is a really good game. People should check. And I got so mad because when I bought the, I have to say this, when I bought it, I paid $60 for mine. Uh-huh. And then, like, we were, a thing pops up on it, and it's, like, on sale for $10. I'm like, what? On sale for $10? Yeah. To put it on sale for $10 a game. I paid $60 for mine, and I paid $40 for his. It's $100 for that game. At least I both have our own copies. Right. Well, they put it on sale for $10 a copy. I'm like, this is on Black Friday. I was like, what? Oh. Yeah, it was $10. And the only way you can know about the sale, the only way you can know about it, is if you already have subscription to the game. Because the only, the only place it showed it at was on the game thing when you pop it up to play the game. So it's basically like, tell your friends about yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You already paid $100. But tell your friends about it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that would piss me off. Too. I was very mad. And so, Aaron, that's your yeah. pick as well? Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I have a video game pick. This is the only game he's probably played in 20 years, right? (laughs) No, it, uh, well, no. Seriously. No, I've played, um, let's see, the Spider-Man Dimensions, which was okay. I played. He used to play video games. He used to be a pretty avid video game player when I was young, like arcade video games. We had Segas and Nintendo, and, Nintendo, and like I still have all Nintendo games. <clears throat> and I've played, uh, let's see, was it Marvel versus Capcom? I played that. I've beat it quite a few times. Um, I've played, what is that? Fuck, what is it called? It's um, just came out, and the the subtitle is called Black Ops. Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. Jaden has a Call of Duty for his 3DS. I've played that. Was so I, I that? yeah, but uh, it's nothing like the console version. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've actually you know played uh, quite a few video games this year compared to zero last year. But my favorite this year was Batman Arkham City. That I just fell so far down the rabbit hole. Ho. Hey! Like mom, <laughs> you know, dig me a hoe over there. I'm like, what? But I did. I, I fell so far down the rabbit hole, and and I just forgot what time you look up, and it was like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh fuck, you know? Yeah. But it was just, I really enjoyed the story. It was the first time that I experienced a video game that told a complete story. I liked the actions. I liked the anime. I liked everything about it. Even the ending. I was just like, <laughs> you know what happens at the end, right? No. He'll no. Don't tell I him. know. I don't. But she doesn't. It's I a, don't want to know. It's a tearjerker. Okay. And I was, uh, at the end, I was like, <laughs> my friend told me because he was a dick face and she knows who told me. Because we're going to play, we're so, I'm still going to, I want to play the original. That game looks good. Oh, it's got Deadshot, Deathstroke, Black Mask. Well, I bought Jaden, uh, it's it's for his 3ds, but it's Batman Origins Blackgate. I don't know. It's probably like a little story, probably. It's pro- yeah, probably because they make those little like in like they do that for a lot of games of the, 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 the fucking the Kingdom DS. Hearts. Like Kingdom Hearts. There's a lot of games that make little stories. Yeah. Like even Final Fantasy, they have that for yeah. the DS. 
So I don't know. It's probably gonna be a good story because even the DS games are pretty good now. A lot of them. Um. Fuck. Where was I going with this? Oh, I was actually at today as we speak. I was actually at GameStop because I bought that Neil Gaiman. I looked and I, I pondered it for probably a good thirty seconds. <laughs> good thirty seconds. I'm getting it. I was like, I'm I want to play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I seen it was sixty dollars. I'm like, no, for used. They wanted sixty dollars for a used copy. I'm like, I don't want to play it that bad. I'll wait until it gets down to like twenties or thirties. Uh-huh. You probably thirty, more realistic. But I'm not paying sixty dollars for a for used. Which one? Fly, um, for Origins. Oh, the regular copy. Yeah, yeah. For used. Yes. For what? For the, the ed- yes, for the or... 360? Yeah. How are you going to play it? I have a uh, Xbox 360. They brought it back. Oh. That's crazy. Okay. You just, <laughs> said so- you just said something that just triggered a thought in my head. I got to do tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. I actually forgot until you just said that. No, but... I was like, wait, how do we... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, the game, the prices should be dropping. No, if you go into... Okay. <clears throat> like I was telling you, it was you. like fifty-five bucks, huh? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, it was fifty-nine ninety-five or something like that. For real. What? It looks like the, what they did is they went in and like raised every single price of the game like r- ridiculously, and then they're saying, okay, well it's on sale for whatever, which is the yeah, actual but, like, price. Consider all the new consoles came out like the the they're all out now. The prices should be dropping on. Oh, let me tell you something, my dear sister. What? Behind them, they say we have X or Xbox One for six hundred and something dollars, six seventy-five, and we have PlayStation Four for five hundred and something dollars. I'm like, I told you that wasn't a lie. We see that picture on a on a YouTube, not YouTube, on Facebook, because like they're saying like when the, the game system first came out, that they were all people had already are pre-ordered most of them, right? So you couldn't get one, and there was pictures from like the week they came out, and there was uh they were selling the Xbox One for eight hundred forty nine, and the PlayStation uh, Four for like nine something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they promised that they were what would they say it was going to be four ninety nine for the for the PlayStation Four. Three ninety nine. Yeah, no. Told you. I was I was like I can find something that. You can actually get it for the price that they say because those are all second hand sellers. They buy but not even that. And right. They get the products <clears throat> like, and then they sell. That's the crazy. That I don't know. I don't get how they're selling used games for sixty bucks when like usually used games are because you buy the you buy the game and it's fifty dollars. Right. Forty nine ninety nine, depending on if it's like collector's edition or special edition. Right. Then someone brings it back and the game's new still. They're gonna sell that game for like five bucks less. Five bucks less. <laughs> Time goes on, ten bucks is gonna drop off. How are they going to sell a game for $60? Well, I don't even think it cost $60 when it came out. Maybe it did, but still. I don't know. I, I, crazy. I was like, because I, I, I had the money on me. And I was thinking 35 at the most. I would have dropped $35 for a game. No problem. That would have been a big deal. I would have bought it right then and there. Yeah. But not for 60 bucks. No. That's insane. Okay. We're going to take an intermission break because I have to go pee and then we'll be back. Welcome to Seed Rail.
don't say we didn't warn you. 